On today's episode of Business AF, we have the Director of Development for Golden Spiral, Angus Nelson, who is also a men's performance coach. Listen in to his story. Say your name and what you do. I'm Chris Velosky, and I own a business. <laughs> Hi, my name is Marissa Kelly, and I also own a business. This is the Business AF Podcast where it's all business most of the time. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Business AF Podcast. You're listening to episode 30 with special guest Angus Nelson. He is the director of development for Golden Spire, a men's performance coach, and a co-host of the new podcast called Studio CMO. So thank you, Angus, for joining us. Crowd goes wild. <laughs> yeah, Golden Spiral. That's Golden a, Spiral. Yeah. It's Is that a, your that's the official business name? Yeah, it's like the um Fibonacci uh theorem. Do you know about this? No, tell me. So tell me more. Everything in nature is based around this same signature spiral. It's the way the universe spins out. It's the way that pine cones grow. It's the way that sunflower seeds form inside of a plant. It's the way that a seashell grows. Everything has a symmetry of the uh, 1.618 dot, 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 dot numbers. And mm -hmm. in that sequence is also how we see buildings and architecture and even our natural aesthetics for a 16 by 9 image is all yeah. on the Fibonacci, theor Fibonacci theorem. Huh. And so spiral gives symmetry. And so golden spiral is all about creating symmetry and resonance with your brand. Amazing. Wow. Okay. We're done. That's great. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Thank you for blowing my mind. No, I'm now I'm going to go down the rabbit hole of like researching all of this stuff after mm -hmm. um, I've, I've obviously known you for quite some time about two years now uh, that we've known each other. We were uh, hanging out in the same room at Social Media Marketing World two years mm -hmm. ago. Um, but You're making me look good. <laughs> well, I don't know, I guess, you know? Doing what I you forgot. do. You were like, that was, were you like snazzy with your suits then? Or was that the year after where you That were? was the year after, yeah. Yeah. Brand, I, I changed my brand. Yeah, <laughs> nice, <laughs> cool. So. Um, so you explained a little bit about Golden Spiral, your mm -hmm. business. What is Golden Spiral? Like, what do you provide to people? So Golden Spiral is a B2B technology marketing agency. And so it's all focused on fintech, cybersecurity, and health tech, SaaS-based products, right? So that's the mm -hmm. four pieces. We do a little bit of in the BI, you know, business intelligence as well. Um, but basically, it is finding very small markets, you know, small addressable markets, and be be able to articulate and differentiate a brand in a way that's compelling. Got it. And when you look at healthcare, I mean, there's you know, there's only so many hospitals, or there's so many you know labs. There's only so many like those become very you know competitive markets. So you have to be on your game, and you have to have mm -hmm. messaging that really resonates, if we can use that word again, yes. with your customer. Yeah. I mean, I, I think that's one of the things people say, well, you know, it, when it comes to marketing and messaging for these um, unsexy businesses, like mm -hmm. it's, you know, how do you make it sexy when it, I mean, marketing doesn't necessarily have to be sexy, 
but uh, I think it's definitely important to resonate and it use that word appeal, right? Yes, yes. Mm. Uh, awesome. So um, I do want to talk um, about the men's performance coach, and that was really kind of this the the spark that really like when I heard you talk about it. Um, I definitely want to talk about that as far as um, how your uh, so can you talk before we get into what made me want to talk to you originally? Right. Um, can we talk a little bit about your men's performance coaching and sure. what you do that way? Yeah. So when if you follow my backstory a little bit, I, I was working with Fortune 500 brands. I was running an association all focused on innovation. So I had this marketing background, but I'm working with you know, everything from Walmart to Coca-Cola to BMW and Ford and, and General Electric, like all these really high-end companies. And I've got clients. There's probably, I don't know, 220 plus seat holders, you know, that I'm serving from all these companies. There were 74 companies in total during my tenure there. Here are people who have gone to the most incredible schools. They're working at companies you would give your left arm for and they're making money that's you know fantastic and yet so many of them were frustrated and miserable mm -hmm. and so i found myself on calls doing a lot of coaching and mm -hmm. cheerleading and motivation to people that even though that wasn't specifically my um my responsibility it magnified my skill set mm -hmm. and then i realized holy crap, this is really a thing. Mm -hmm. And so I took on a couple of clients just, and I wasn't really um, advertising it very much. And I wasn't selling it, which is another thing that you and I were talking prior to this call. We yeah. didn't touch back on. I was like kind of marketing, kind of telling people, well, I'm kind of thinking about doing this thing. And isn't that what so many people do? I'm yeah. going to do this. And this is the conversation is I'm do this, but I want to do that. Mm -hmm. And that's right. where so many people are caught in this tension is they're just not satisfied in the present. They're not satisfied in what's going on today. And so they have all these aspirations of things that become a hamster wheel. It's in the future. I'm going to mm -hmm. get this. And then there's a this and then there's a that. And then there's a this and there's a that. And they're pursuing all these things that never bring fulfillment. Right. And so I started spinning that up on the side until about a year and a half, two years ago. I finally realized like, you know what? I really want to do this. So I, I set out to get really intentional about it. Mm -hmm. But like most of us, when we start selling our own products, we first start off with a lot of sheepishness. Like, oh, how yeah. do I price this? How do I charge what I'm worth? And right. so it started off where I was like, oh, I'll do $350 for three months worth of my time. And like, well, that's stupid. <laughs> like that's ripping myself off and I'm putting all this work in. Plus I've got these, you know, real low end clients that I initially took on. And then mm -hmm. as I developed, I started raising my prices and getting more confident. And then mm -hmm. what I realized was the higher my price, the higher caliber of client I would take on and the higher caliber clients, man, they would kick ass. Mm -hmm. They would actually take action on the things I recommended and saw amazing progress. And their right. lives were transformed. And then they come back and it's like, oh my gosh, I guess this is amazing. And I'm mm -hmm. like, you know what? I just gave you, you know, hundreds of thousand dollars worth of transformation because of now the potential in what you're doing with your life, the amount of income you're now making. And for some of them, even products they've created. Mm -hmm. Well, holy hmm. cow, now it's a matter of my value. So the price that I can charge should match my value. Right. And so as I've been raising my prices, then I 
you know, had gotten really, really savvy with who the actual um, client is that I want to serve. I want high performing, exceptional men. And I don't say that to be sexist, to say I don't work with women. It's like, no, I just found that I excel in this space with guys. I'm a real straight shooter. Guys love the fact that I'm strong, but I'm also vulnerable. And I went through a bunch of stuff in my past that I'm not at all afraid to disclose when asked. Mm -hmm. And a lot of them in their journey have struggled with some of the same components that I had in my story. Mm -hmm. And that creates that resonance. Yeah. Oh yeah, definitely. I think it, it, I mean, I want to touch on a few things that you said. I just, I know I just gave you a fire hose right there. (laughs) No, but I mean, I think it's, um, you know, you talked about in the beginning about charging like $350 for three months. Yeah. And I think a lot of people, especially in marketing, who are working for themselves or small businesses, they are very comfortable doing that because they don't they don't know yet how to present, okay, you're going to pay the top dollar and this is what you get mm-hmm. because they haven't been doing enough experience. So do you do you suggest people to start the way you did in terms of, trying out and figuring out what it is they can do for that amount and then raising the prices or start. I mean, cause I've seen people where they charge so much in the beginning, but they don't really have much to go on. Like, I mean, how do, what is the so path? I'll, or what I'll, tell, I'll tell you some of the stuff that I help my clients through and mm-hmm. to answer your question succinctly, I was mm-hmm. like, don't waste time. I spun my wheels and this is why we get a coach, right? Right. To get someone who's been where we want to go and can show Mm -hmm. us how to get there faster. Like that's why people get a coach. That's number one. And number two is it's all about mindset. What -hmm. are the things that I am thinking, the stories I'm telling that are keeping me from where I want to go? So I help my guys unlock that stuff. So here's how to answer your question a little bit more specifically. Mm -hmm. What is your offer? That's where everything starts. And my recommendation is always to create an offer around a framework. So if you're a marketer, there is a marketer almost on every street corner. Everybody's an agency. Everybody's a marketer. Everybody's a social media guru, ninja, (laughs) whatever. Social media rock star. Black belt, you know, whatever. Like, give me a break. Like, you are nothing special when you just claim that. Right. What is the piece that sets you apart? What is the piece that makes you unique? And the shows the fact that you know what you're talking about. So some of my clients create an acronym. So if I were going to give examples, some of that, some of your listeners are, you know, may already know someone like Ray Edwards, he's a copywriter. That's what he does. And he has a pastor method. That's an acronym. And I'd love to tell you what they are. The books over there. I don't remember off the top of my head. Yeah. I've got clients who have the idea method. I have clients who, um, one of my clients, he is comes from a military background. So he uses some of the CMAC, which is a Marine uh, acronym. Mm-hmm. And he builds that into his marketing. And now suddenly he's the Marine marketer. You know, some of my colleagues uh, in my space are not making money. Mm-hmm. They're, they're spinning their wheels and they're not charging enough and they're not asserting their expertise. They may have way more experience. They may have way more brand equity, mm-hmm. 
but they don't know how to use it. They don't know how to use it for themselves. They can market for somebody else, but they can't market for themselves. And then the second component is they don't know how to sell, period. Right. It's like we were talking before. We're really good at polishing stuff and making it pretty and telling great stories. And we think, and I loved what you said before, we think the marketing will sell ourselves. Yeah. And it <laughs> rarely ever does. No. Yes, yeah. there's awareness. Yes, there's positioning of some sort. But until you get really specific to assert a unique perspective and point of view, mm -hmm. until you can show that you have an opinion, and until you can show that you have a process, then right. people cannot recognize your value. Very, very, that's a good, very good way to bring up that point about the selling, because I think that a lot of, you know, we're going to talk about marketers right now, because that's kind of the, some of the people, you know, that are in our community, um, they are too afraid to sell mm -hmm. or put a dollar amount to what yeah. they, and I think, how do you, so I'm assuming, and maybe you can tell me whether or not that you go through selling tactics or selling skills yeah. through your coaching program as well. Yeah. Um, so that's part of it too, right? Is first of all, let's, let's back up. Here's your mindset. Mm -hmm. In selling, you have to expect that you're first going to solve. Right. I am not here from a sales perspective just to take your money. Mm -hmm. And if I am doing so, then I am neither serving you nor me well, because now I'm just a shyster. I'm an, a snake oil salesperson. And right. because marketing is such a small world, the client that I'm serving now has a poor opinion of me and the, the likelihood of them going somewhere else and mm -hmm. working for another company is high. Right. So the better I serve my clients and help them to succeed, the more longevity we have to our rapport and our relationship because I can serve them at this company and guess what? When they go to the next company and they need help, guess who they get to come to? They right. get to come back to me. Mm -hmm. And furthermore, because I've served them well, they also become the evangelist and advocate of my brand. So mm -hmm. that's number one is you have to know that you can solve. Then number two is because you're solving, you've eliminated the like, weird sleazy slimy like i don't want to sell sellers people sell the growth right <laughs> no people who sell are serving right right so if you go from solving and then turn into serving serving is the natural expression of rapport and relationship in which it escorts people into making a buying decision they weren't ready to make before mm-hmm I used to think like, man, I'm such a nice guy. I don't like to hurt feelings. I, I want to be friends with everybody. I don't want anyone to dislike me. <laughs> and so when I get into a conversation and they start giving me objections, I'm like, you know what? You're right. Yeah. And that's, that's good. You're absolutely right. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Instead of realizing that most of their objections are limiting beliefs that are keeping them from doing the thing that's going to change and transform their business. Right. And therefore, it's incumbent on me to escort them into stating some of the truth. So, Marissa, you came to me here because you have a need. And this need that you're sharing with me is something that could be absolutely transformational for your company. Mm -hmm. You asked me how I work. You asked me how I've done what I've done. You've um, seen some of the companies I've already served. And you've read some of the testimonies. 
of the success success we've had with other people. I've shown you the data, I've shown you the logic. And while we were talking, you got super excited. So you didn't have the emotion. So you know this is probably a good choice for you. And yet you're telling me that you're not ready for this. So let me ask you, if you don't do anything right now, where's your business gonna be in the next six months? Same spot or worse? And that's the revelation. You have to give them that tension. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Is that what you want? No, no. Then wouldn't it seem like the right decision is to take action? Yeah. Maybe what I presented to you, you're not ready for. Mm -hmm. Maybe the together we can collaborate and find a path that will work for you. Mm -hmm. What would you say to that? I'm good. I resonate with that. So if I could create a package that met you where you're at, that gave you a budget you were you could tolerate and you had appetite for, and I could get you some progress so you could get some immediate quick wins, find value, earn trust in our relationship, because I can't just ask you to trust me. I want to earn it. Right. And therefore, once we have those wins, then we can take it to the next level to get to where we originally started talking about, because you're going to see that we have momentum, traction, and velocity. Does that sound exciting to you? Oh, yeah. I'm in. So <laughs> taking people through that journey of solving and serving gets you mm -hmm. to a place where now you're selling. And this is where most marketers struggle mm -hmm. is because they think that that marketing and, and selling cannot coexist. We think they're separate. And mm -hmm. the thing is, it's a natural organic process of the marketing journey. And the truth of the matter is marketing never stops because once they're in with the company, you should still be telling them your story and getting them to buy into your brand and your manifesto and you know, mm -hmm. what you stand for, your values should be contagious. Right. And that's when they get excited because they want to keep working with you. And they're going to tell others that they should be working with you. Mm -hmm. Like you have to market all the way through the buyer's journey and, and beyond. Mm -hmm. And that's where most people fall short. And so as such, and I'll just kind of caveat with this too. There was a time when marketing and sales was kind of two different components for sure. Mm -hmm. No doubt about it. However, as things have transitioned, the buyer's mm, style has changed. So for instance, my main focus is B2B. Mm -hmm. And even that is you're not really buying business to business anymore. You're actually still buying from a human. You know, it's like right. the, the our friend Brian Kramer would say human to human. And so right. the B2C journey is a product of millennials being tasked with finding a solution, going on Google and searching because they don't want to go to the Gulf uh, you know, the golf club and golf club. What do you call them? I don't even know what they're called. Golf these course. Days. They go, they're not going to go to the golf course to the country club. That's what I was country looking club. for. Yeah. They combine the two. They're not going to go to the country club to make business deals anymore. They're not going to, you know, buy some high end drinks to, well, they might, but for the most part, people are not negotiating sales in the ways that are, you know, madmen days of old used to. Right. Now it's a lot more digital and it's a lot more transactional. And, you can bypass the transaction when you put a human in place mm -hmm. and that's when it becomes powerful. Yeah. Oh yeah. I think uh, the, one of the things that I say all the time is people do business with people. 
it really doesn't matter. I mean, it does matter who's in the business. I mean, yeah. that I think is very key, but I think people forget that they need to be out in the forefront. And that is kind of what spawned all of this content for the podcast. Like right. I'm talking to you as a person. Yes, we talk about your business, but a lot of people may not resonate with it. They may not understand what your the concepts or pick them up. So they're not good for you. Mm -hmm. Right. And I think a lot of people are afraid to put themselves out there when it mm -hmm. comes to talking about their business. So, you know, you said B2B marketing and you, you focus on that. So is there a time and a place to talk about the product, the features of a B2B service, or is that just kind of not there anymore? So <clears throat> here's the interesting thing. Pain. The biggest decision maker in any buying decision is pain. Mm -hmm. I can come to you and I can brag about all the benefits and features of my product. But if they don't cure your illness, if they don't solve your problem, if they mm -hmm. don't alleviate your challenge and heal your pain, I am wasting my time. Right. And that's where... In the B2B space, a lot of our clients, we actually take them through this proprietary exercise we call the buyer's uh, matrix, in which we break down the pains of the individual buyers from a company. And that can be in different roles and different elements of the company. And each one of them faces you know, different challenges or different mandates of some sort. And what we try and do is break it down into a very human level of what's the thing they're struggling with. So a new CMO has been given a new mandate that's super aggressive and they need to move fast. Mm -hmm. So that's what we should probably build into our copy. Have you been given a mandate that seems nearly impossible and you've got to move fast? Mm -hmm. Do you oh, need yeah. some help? Mm -hmm. Now all of a sudden you're like, you have my attention right, right away <laughs> because we articulated something in light of their pain. Mm -hmm. If I came in and said, um, Oh, we have a, 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 uh, our founder's story is amazing. Our founder, who came through a troubled time, decided as a child that he was going to become an entrepreneur. And from that, he built one product that was semi-successful until he built this product, which was massive success. Because he went to such and such school and met such and such a girl, and the two of them tag-teamed to become this powerhouse of co-founders. Doesn't that sound amazing? <laughs> That kind of bent. No. Mm -mm. Oh, well, how about this? Uh, we put our team together and we sat down and brainstormed all the components of artificial intelligence, understanding that artificial intelligence is really machine learning in which we base X plus Y plus Z. And we put in the calculations of four, three, seven, two, blah, 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 gobbledygook, gobbledygook. Yeah. Like yeah. nobody gives a rat's. Yeah. Like a, I want to know you're going to solve my pain. Am I on? The, am I on the right channel? Am I? Is someone hearing my voice? Mm -hmm. As soon as somebody lands on your page, it should start with a question or a statement about pain. Right. It shouldn't come with, "We just won the such and such Schuster Awards." Like I don't care about your awards. <laughs> we just got recognized by such and such quadrant. I don't care about the quadrant. Solve my freaking pain. Mm -hmm. Right. So 
this human element has a very strong component. And obviously I'm speaking from a human piece. The business could be the exact same way. So let me put in a business example, you know, as the business is saying, hey, we're just coming out of COVID and you've got to get back in the game. You don't have a plan. You don't have guidance. And you need somebody that can develop that for you. Hi, I'm Angus Nelson. I just put my name in. I've, it's my company name. Insert company name. Yeah. <laughs> you know, do you struggle with getting into a new market and a new time and a new place, not knowing where to put your next foot and your next step? Do you need a place to, that's going to hold you and guide you along the way? Someone that's seasoned and has expertise in navigating ambiguity? Mm -hmm. We're here for you. Now, yeah. all of a sudden, you've got a story that right. sells. Right. And right. here's the beauty. Like, you don't even necessarily have to have the exact solution. You just have to be able to guide them mm -hmm. to the horizon. Right. Wow. Does that help? Oh, that's a oh whole yeah. Lot of <laughs> no, it's awesome. I think, um, I mean, I'm all about the human aspect. So I'm glad that you are as well. And I resonate with that. And that's why we're friends and we're in this bubble of marketing people. Um, but I really want to talk about what you've been able to uh, pull out of what you're offering as a coach um, mm -hmm. and, you know, what the, the next phase of your coaching looks like. Um, you mentioned it to me a little bit before we mm -hmm. started. So, yeah. um, you know, talk about a little bit about how you decided to do that and kind of reel it, you know, kind of include it in everything that you do. Um, yeah. So there's, there's a whole lot of this is just based in raw psychology. Mm -hmm. And like I stated before, we all have stories that we tell ourselves. There's stories that were created by the way that we were raised, the experience that we had. Some of those stories are good. Some of them are bad. Mm -hmm. We may have had some time in our life where things were super challenging and super hard. And we're like, man, that really junky stuff in my life, that's disqualified me. Mm -hmm. That that means I'm not good enough and I'm mm -hmm. broken. And we may not necessarily articulate that our, you know, specifically, but our words actually say that. Mm -hmm. You know, that's actually what we're, we're all about. The second component of this is we're at a place where we are stating, um, well, what if, what if something great happened? What if something amazing happened? Mm -hmm. And you're like, man, if I could just get back to that. Mm -hmm. And so we stay in this place of fantasy that one, we're disqualified in light of something that happened, but what happened doesn't de define who I am today. Right. Number two is something great was amazing. And, and now, you know, that different or that, that disqualifies me from, from anything else yet, because it's not the same. I won't right. want that same thing back. And so in light of that, in our businesses, in our worlds, in our quality and caliber of life, we're controlled by those stories. And here's a third story. The story is the future. I'll be happy when. Mm. And then we say, when I get this, when I get that, and whether it's, you know, that, that white house when the picket fence, it's that, you know, two car garage, it's the, that's that special, you know, partner I've always wanted with the, um, you know, blonde hair and long legs and dot, 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 you know, <laughs> like my 2.5 kids, then, then I'll be happy when I have that company, when I have that office, when I have that, you know, whatever position yeah. and power and money. And it's exhausting because once you have one thing, you, you're going to want another. 
It's like I said before, it's either first there's this, mm -hmm. then there's that. And so we're pursuing this hamster wheel. So all three of these examples take us away from the one thing we have control over, and that's today. Mm -hmm. It's the only day actually yours. That's the acronym. And today in the present, anything that I do and apply myself now becomes a lead indicator. The lead indicator means if I do this stuff, whether it's my habits, my behaviors, and, and you know whatever things I set as gold today, that becomes the seed for my fruit tomorrow. And if I yeah. invest in just today and don't worry about the outcome, just do what I have to do today. What you'll find is your lead indicators will become lag indicators because the mm -hmm. lag is the time that it takes for your seed to take fruit. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And if you will focus on being present, purposeful, and persistent, you'll see magic happen. And so in my business, in looking at, you know, what I'm trying to do in building my coaching practice, I had to do the same thing is I have this job where I'm trying to serve these company over here, but I'm trying to do this coaching thing. I'm trying to serve this coach, you know, like two companies, two different, you know, f faces. April 15th was going to be my day of decision. That I was going to say, you know what, I've scrolled on way enough money. I'm going to leave this one thing and I'm going to go do this coaching. This is all I'm going to do. Well, COVID, thank you very much. Or should I say, <laughs> thank you very little. I had to make my own decision that, you know what, I got to put a pause on this. And mm -hmm. so I wasn't hell bent enough to where now I got depressed because I couldn't get an expected outcome. I accepted a present reality and mm -hmm. knew that it was only going to give me more power just to lean into that. Right. And so I can be grateful for where I'm at, knowing that this is probably the first reception recession that I've ever been prepared for. My right. last two recessions, I lost jobs. I lost money. I lost a house. Mm -hmm. So it's like, can I be present? Mm -hmm. And in my presence, gosh, I'm more, I'm more focused on my family. I'm more focused on my kids and my spouse. Mm -hmm. I'm more focused on myself and my health. Like now I'm in this place of power where I actually feel content mm -hmm. and satisfied with everything I put my hand to. Yeah. That's when the power starts. Yeah. I, I am, I'm with you. I'm totally with you. When people ask me about, Oh, so what's next? Uh, you, what's your five-year plan? I'm like, uh, my five-year plan is to live every day for the day. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and, uh, you know, it, it does help to have goals, but yeah, I'm totally with you living in the present and, uh, it's been very, uh, and, and I'm going to say it's a blessing that all of this has happened because it forces you to live right now. Cause we don't know what's going to happen. So, yeah. but yeah. Um, so you have, I do want you to talk a little bit about the morning manifest, mm -hmm. um, that's coming out. Yeah. Um, and that's obviously I assume it's related yeah. to what we just talked about. Sure. So um, one of the things that uh, was a product of my coaching practice was realizing this, and this happens to do with your business as well, anyone's business. There are components of your company that can be broken out into individual products. Mm -hmm. And you don't even realize it. It's something you can package up that's repeatable. It's something that you uh, can present to someone and adds massive value. And what I realized is that my first month that I have committed to the guys I work with, I base off of three month programs because in 90 days I can change your life. Mm -hmm. I know any of us can do massive stuff in 90 days. Mm -hmm. And through that, the first month is focused on mindset. 
The second month is focused on action. And the third month is focused on nurture. Mm-hmm. Ironically, that is an acronym for man. Because yes. that's what I work with, right? And yeah. I also have a, a principle called the manhood matrix, which mm-hmm. is a kind of like a Maslow's pyramid that I build upon. And one of the components in this mindset element is this thing called a morning manifest. Mm-hmm. It is 10 minutes committed every day. 10 minutes. That's all. Just 10 minutes to set your focus on your future. Mm-hmm. And that future self is a new identity. Who is the man I need to become in order to do the things I want to do? Mm-hmm. My focus isn't on a goal or an aspiration because when you get to a goal, you let off the gas. Right. Because you're like, right. oh, I got to my 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 body weight. I got to my <laughs> my uh, deadlift. I got to um, you know my my company position or role. I got to my financial goal, and then you mm-hmm. let off the gas. Instead, right. what if you just created habits and rituals? automatically, effortlessly, and organically produce the results you wish. Mm-hmm. And then you just keep building on that just by keeping on track with your daily routine. Mm-hmm. And it's this living, breathing document that addresses a number of things. One is, who is myself? Like, what do I do? My family, the kind of salary I make, the kind of things I do to serve the world. And I bake that into a thing called your value proposition. You've heard this is a value proposition. It's like we do with companies. I do X for Y so that they can Z. And mm-hmm. that's my statement. That's what I do. That's who I am, right? Second component of that is a vision board. Who are the kinds of people I want to associate? What's the kind of body type I want? What's the kind of places I want to visit? What's the kind of people I want to associate in my circles? Like these things are create a vision for you to see in a pictorial kind of you know imagery. Mm-hmm. Third page, my rules for life. How do I operate my day? What are the things that are important to me? What are the things I'm going to prioritize? Fourth mm-hmm. page is based around all these attributes of quotes and people I aspire to be around. They can be everything from, you know, great leaders, you know, people of faith. They can be scripture. They can be, you know, anything of those natures. And then the mm-hmm. last piece, this fifth piece, is affirmations. The affirmations combine two things. One is a factoid of myself and a feeling that I attach to it. And psychology teaches us that when you attach information with emotion, you create power. From a biblical perspective, some would say it's the renewing of your mind. In mm-hmm. old Proverbs Jewish texts, it would say that is the writing on your heart. These are the components that now we combat the old identity of how we've always seen ourselves and right. reprogram it to a new identity, almost like a computer. We've revamped the operating system. Mm-hmm. And the more that you rehearse that on a daily basis, your brain always seeks out, uh, uh, equilibrium. Mm-hmm. And so as such, because my brain is seeking equilibrium, it's going to want to take what's internal and experience it external. Mm-hmm. The opposite is also true. Whenever you have ne- negative stuff and chaos in your life, you will both attract and create chaos externally. Mm-hmm. That's why you date the same person over and over again, just with a different face. Yeah. The only common denominator there is you. You've right. got some bad stories that you've created to attract these yahoos. You know, or you become the Yahoo. Like either way, you self-sabotage because of a negative process and story inside. Mm -hmm. But if we reprogram it to a place of power, place of authority, a place of dominance and creativity and capacity. And now all I think about is expansion of who I am and what I'm capable of. Mm -hmm. And every day I go through this 10 minute routine that rehearses me so that I show up different and I show up in power and I show up in confidence and I show up with an expectation of good things. 
Mm-hmm. Now people are like, who the hell are you? Man, I just like to be around. You got a good energy about you. There's some amazing. And opportunities present themselves in different kinds of relationships right. and different kinds of ways for you to assert who you are and how you show up in the world. Right. What if in 10 minutes a day, you could not only transform your life, but you could transform the legacy that you're going to leave. Right. 10 minutes a day. That's your morning manifest. Releases May 15th. Awesome. <laughs> I uh, I wish I could have so many people hear this right now. I think it's definitely, I can't wait to share it with other people. I think it's, you have brought so much value to my life, but also I'm hoping that other people resonate with the messages that you're giving. And if people want to get on the waiting list, they can email you at angus at angusnelson.com so if you if you resonate with the morning manifest or anything that angus has said uh definitely shoot him an email and um before i let you go Mm -hmm. um there is one question that we ask that's random it's completely just to get to know you and kind of give some insight into who you are um Mm -hmm. and the random question today is if there was a movie about your life who would be the starring? Who would he be in the starring role? Mm, <laughs> Which actor? Someone <laughs> that I think could play me. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> just because I think he has some emotional elements, it'd probably be um, Brad Pitt. Nice. I don't say that because he's a hunk. I say it because I think he's... <laughs> He's got the personality and, and, and acting chops to be able to like communicate what, what I've been through. That is definitely a movie I will watch. I mean, I'd watch it with you as a star too. So <laughs> Brad, yeah, for sure. <laughs> awesome. Well, um, thank you for joining us and telling us about what you do and why you do it and everything that you bring to this community. If people want to connect with you, they can connect with you at Angus Nelson. And uh, thank you for your time, Angus. Oh, my pleasure, Marissa. Have a good day. Bye. This is the Business AF Podcast, where it's all business most of the time. You can listen on iTunes, Google, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. You can subscribe to us on YouTube at businessafpod.com. If you like what you hear and you want to let people know, don't forget to tag us using hashtag businessaf.